following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Pope Scroll, the founder of Shoutface.com. And... And Samurai Derail Maddox. And bringing up the rear. As always, it's Caboose Jr. Behave yourself, bro. What? I ain't even saying nothing to Caboose yet, you piece of shit. Yeah, you were gonna say something, though. (laughs) I wasn't trying to say nothing about Caboose today. Bullshit. No bully. Are we... We're actually managing to have Darrell on two times in a row. I know. I know. That's like fucking amazing, man. You can thank my new work schedule. I know. And Paul having a brief window of time on my day off. (laughs) Well, one thing's during the day are usually good. Yes. Well, we're gathered here today to uh, give a final send-off to... We're gathered here today. Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. No marriage is involved, thankfully. I, lo- I love how like we're starting this off like either a marriage or a funeral. Which one do we want to start with? Both. Oh. But um, first, My Hero Academia premiered on Toonami. What? It did. It did. Yeah. Oh, by the way. No way. It it, it looks like I I don't. I'm not sure, but it looks like they just were, like, so excited about it that they're just, like, eh, loaded to on-demand already. Because I watched, it was up there by Monday night, so. Yeah, it's on the website for free, too. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, lots of ways to watch it. But watch it live, please. Now, now, <laughs> listen. <sighs> Tsunami. Why in the hell are you promoting a series that's been out for like three years and saying it's brand new? Paul, oh, Paul, oh. because they're pretending that it hasn't been. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Sometimes and we can all good. just kind of roll our eyes at that, especially because cable grids even show that it's not new. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But see, there, there's on some cable, uh, on most of my cable stuff, though, the only thing that says it's brand new is Hunter Hunter. So, you, you tell me what the problem That's is with that. Very strange. Yes, it is very strange. Um, it's, it's annoying if I, if I don't watch Tsunami Live and I'm trying to find the episodes that aired the most recent Saturday because they're arranged by Japanese air date now on PlayStation View. Except yeah. for certain shows, for some reason. Like, both of the Dragon Balls, they're easy to find, but everything else is by the Japanese air date. And it's like, oh, hey, where's that episode of Black Clover? <laughs> like, 20 shows down, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. And then Hunter it. Hunter, my gosh, Hunter Hunter is like 100 shows down in my queue. Yeah. <laughs> I have too many things in my queue. <laughs> I guess that's the moral of the story. Yes, you do. Way too many shows. 
Well, I found out that there's a bunch of movies on PlayStation View, and though I have not taken the time to watch many of them, I do kind of, like, keep track of them. <laughs> so I could, you know, watch one if I ever feel like it. I should really stop doing that. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Don't tell me what to do, Paul! <laughs> Anyways, um... Yeah, topicals for My Hero Academia. Yeah, let, let me just get this out of the way real quick. Like, <sighs> I don't have a problem with them doing... Because I apparently I've started, like, this little Twitter argument going on. But, um... Basically, I don't care that they're doing promos. That's fine. You want to do promos for a show, that's fine. My Hero Academia is probably a show you should do that for. However, maybe change the wording to, on the next episode instead of on an all-new episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's new to Tanami. That's... Uh-huh. Yeah, but here's the problem. It's a bad thing. Here's the problem, Caboose, with that. Yes, it's new to Tsunami. Yes, we know this. This is nothing new. We understand that. But when Funimation is, is actively advertising Season 3 all-new... Kind I know of a conflict there. So it's like, why don't we just take that conflict away since, hey, we're actually playing this show and just say on the next episode. I think that's... On the other hand, you know, for those who really don't pay attention to anything on the internet or what's available on home video because so few stores even carry anime, as far as they're concerned, it is brand new. So it's not entirely misleading. Also, I don't think I don't think season two of My Hero Academia has come out at all yet. So there's that as well. It has. Has it come out? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. I think at least one of the one of the parts is out. I think both of them might be out, or the other one might be coming out soon. Okay. But it was a 24 episode season, so 20, yeah. 25, 25, 24. I forget. It's okay. It lasted six fall. months. I mean, either way, either way, it's a good thing that it's that it's finally on the block. I mean, obviously, everybody's excited about that. Um, plus, we get some of that plus ultra, baby. Yeah. And um, it actually held Dragon Ball Z pretty well. It did. It did. I was very happy with well, that. Dragon, Dragon Ball what? That's all you can ask. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what we're we're down to what five episodes of that being left? I think at this point. Six or five, something like that. I think it's six. Six. There'll be two. There'll be. Yeah, I, I think six. Jesus, but... they're dragging out Ooh. this goddamn boo fight. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's as if it's Dragon Ball. Oh Dude. snap! Yeah. Oh man. I just as put it like this, Dragon... man. DBZ fights drag out. <laughs> Is about bad as somebody who constipated well, man, see, eating a lot of meat. Yeah, but Kai's supposed to shorten that, so that's why I'm sitting there going, mm, "Okay." So I guess not. I guess they didn't shorten this fight at all. Um, not much. <laughs> but you know, if I recall correctly, the the kid boo fight on the original run of Dragon Ball Z lasted about 15 episodes. So, yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Because when, 
when uh, Yu Yu Hakusho and Kenshin and uh, that new lineup premiered, and they were like, and the final episodes of Dragon Ball Z, it was 15 episodes, it was three weeks, and it was just the Kid Buu fight and what happens after. So, hmm. yeah, not <laughs> the epilogue, as it were. Well. And apparently Kai still has the epilogue, even though super kind of... Um, <laughs> it does. It doesn't quite mesh. So this is kind of. So this is going to take us. Well, we all figure that probably Memorial Weekend will be some kind of marathon. So uh, yeah, Day probably weekend. either super or fully cooly. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. They do well, so why not? I mean, if if it's super, fine. If it's not, put something. Jojo, Jojo needs to have a marathon. I'm sorry, I have to say that. I, I really need to say that. Either Jojo or Hunter Hunter need to have a marathon. Ah. Uh... Now there again, I'll take that back. If it costs a shitload of money to do that, if it does, then nah, just do Dragon Ball Super. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, isn't oh, there like line. the like for Jojo? Isn't it? Isn't it the reason why they don't for that? Because it's like. The uh, the rating for the show. Mm, I would That's say why the they can't have concern... it at ten thirty. Oh well. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they might be able to. I mean, Adult Swim plays TVMA shows before. Yeah. Ten before eleven o'clock. Yep. Sometimes usually it has to be after ten, but. I, I think the bigger concern is the length of the episodes. Because when they did the JoJo Marathon that one time, they kind of finagled the time slot and used scavengers, right? So it was kind of an oddly... I mean, they could always do something like that again, I suppose, but it's a bit more of a pain in the butt to uh, work out that time because JoJo's episodes run longer than pretty much anything else on the block. Right. Because they have the full opening. Not the full opening, the full ending. Well, yeah. there's... Licensed music, yo. <laughs> well, the, the point I was trying to get to is hopefully, I mean, it's been announced that it's debuting in Japan. In July, it's been announced that Funimation will have it in July. So the only other piece of this puzzle, is a certain, a certain, uh, well, I, I guess I have to call it an anime block at this point, that uh, should pick up Attack on Titan season three. So uh, I am really eagerly weird that that's it. starting so late in July, like um, the third third week of July. That's unusual. Yeah, true. I mean, is this is supposed to be this is supposed to be uh, simuldubbed? Is it? I'm so, sure Funimation will attempt. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll have a couple episodes ahead, so that way they can record it early. Um, hopefully, it's Toonami, I... if Toonami's getting it, hopefully they don't pull another. Um... Wit Studios not known for being able to do stuff ahead of time, but maybe the late release has something to do with how they intend to roll it out. Sure. I don't know. I I'd be surprised if they cared that much about the Western audience in this case, but but it's gonna it's definitely see? gonna be it's definitely gonna be really interesting because if we are getting Attack on Titan season three, let's see, Fully Cooly season two is supposed to start June second, so mm-hmm. 
let me think. So DBC Kai will still be playing. So DBC Kai will end two episodes before Fully Cooly. Does that include with the preemptive with basically that marathon that we know is going to happen on Memorial Day? Yes. Okay. So, so we got that. So then, it's and like, okay. I would be surprised if there isn't a Dragon Ball Z Kai marathon on June thirtieth. Is that yeah? That that would be true. Yeah. Because Kai would have ended the very week before, and if it is leaving, and please tell me it is, <laughs> then uh, nice send off. Nice send off, right? It would yeah, be a nice send off. Make it not nice send off. I, I don't uh, sketch. I, I really don't see it. I I don't. I see it going down to the end of the block. I don't see it leaving. I, I can't see them doing that unless it's really really expensive. And I'm sure it's really really expensive. <laughs> yeah, but but here's the other thing. Where are you going to put it? What, I mean, no, gonna... nobody else nobody else wants to play anime for some odd reason on network TV. So. Who knows? Uh, I mean, TV does, does it have to air? It's it's old. <laughs> it is. No, 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 no. I, I I'm not I'm not taking it away. I, I know it's old and I and I understand that completely. I'm just saying, you know, Dragon Ball Z Kai is it's still popular. I mean, we see what yeah, it does sometimes. It's still popular. Uh, Ain't popular with me. Yeah, we know you hate Dragon Ball everything. So never mind about you. Yeah, well, regardless, if it stays or goes, I'm I'm fairly confident there's going to be a DBC Kai Marathon on the 30th, which will allow Fully Cooly to end two weeks after that. So, do we think that so we think that Attack on Titan is going to show up, right? Or do we think that that's possibly not oh. going to show up? Well, it's showing it's up the back. same week as Japan is unlikely, but. Stranger things have happened, I suppose. Yeah. Of course, dude. We got freaking sub anime on God dang on Tsunami. I fully expect to rerun Fooly Cooly seasons two and three immediately after their first runs, because that's what Adult Swim does. It's how they get their money's worth out of a show that they produce. Yeah. But I don't know. There's lots of ways this could play out. I mean, if they, if DBZ essentially gets replaced by Attack on Titan, they have some weeks that they have to fill, and I don't know, it'd be nice if they doubled up My Hero Academia for a little bit, because they have episodes that they can do that with. Well, you know, you know how Toonami loves to not do that kind of thing, so <laughs> that's not probably going to happen. Yeah, uh, probably not, but... I mean, it just makes I, me, it just makes me wonder. Play out. It's, it, it's anyone's guess. Really. It, it really makes me wonder, like, when Kai ends, is it going to be Attack on Titan that replaces it, or is it going to be one of those, one, a different show, and then Attack on Titan's going to come? If it's Can we just get One Punch Man back on again? Uh, Look here, dude, I like One Punch Man, okay? Oh, I like I One mean, Punch Man, they too. They should but... probably rerun the first season around the time the second one comes along, but... Problem is, is that they're taking their sweet time on that too. So who knows? <laughs> that they are. So do I need to go yeah, and get my maybe belt? fall in Japan, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. No, you, all right, get, you might have to get your samurai sword. <laughs> it's all good. Either way, I'm just gonna take the samurai sword and a belt. Cause somebody gonna get it. 
somebody in Japan yeah. is going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, did, real quick about Fully Cooley. Did, did I see the other day, Sketch, you tweeted something about the animate, some of the animators from Space Dandy and One Punch Man are working yes. on Okay. Yes, some of the animators from Punch Man and Space Dandy are collaborating on Fully Cooley uh, seasons two and three. And I'm personally very excited about that because that was fantastic animation and great direction. I, 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 if, if, if we're concerned about whose hands these shows are in, I think we could be less concerned now. Yeah. Those are some great, great talent. I got, I'm excited. I agree. So. Yeah. But yeah, so I think it's time. Is it, is it time to talk about Gundam and the funerals and the things? Yeah, yeah. Well, when we covered the first season of Gundam Iron Blood Orphans, we did it week to week, which was an enjoyable experience, but. We just have it too much on our plates this time around, so we just kind of caught up on it every now and then. And now we've finally come to the end of the second season of Iron Blooded Orphans. And it was quite the ride. <laughs> ride. That wasn't supposed to be a joke, but no. sure, go with it. <laughs> Sure, I'll go with Go to it. your room, Jarrell. Go to your room. I am in my room. Well, I don't know what to say then. <laughs> That's, That's right, you don't know what to say. Honk, honk. Hmm. Hmm. Get your hands off me. Oh, uh, let's see. I really think that Tekken probably should have just tried, like, at the end of season one, just kind of should have just been like... Yeah, we're going to sever ties with you and just do our own things. Be good, our own, make our own money and shit now. They no, should have no. followed Naze's Yeah, plan. that's, uh... If they would have followed Naze's plan... figured out in retrospect. Yeah. If they would have followed Naze's plan, then they would have been in better shape than they are. But the thing is, Jocely actually messed up things for them, man, when he set up, you know... When he did that to Naze, man, that was it right there, dude. That was the straw that broke the camel back. By the way, what is that guy in in season one? Remember um, that one guy that would slap them around, um, but he lived. He was like the only adult that lived, and at the end, oh, that piece of that shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> that piece of shit is still alive at the end. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? Like I want, I'm, I was more pissed about that than anybody else died. I'm like, why the fuck is this piece of shit still alive? Like, what the fuck? He was an unnecessary character that just decided to. What is his name? What is his name? I forgot his name. That's how much I dislike him, man. Yeah. Yes. I was so pissed about that. I'm telling you, the characters that should have died did not die. Well, some of the characters that should have died did die. <laughs> But the ones I wanted to die didn't die. Okay, let's well, put it like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So let, let yeah. me let me say this first, Mika. I hate to say this, but pretty much if he if he didn't die, I mean his his way of life would have been shitty anyways. How the no, fuck? How the fuck are you supposed to go and uh, take care of a kid when you can't can't even walk and use one of your arms? Dude, don't. Okay, this is this is just I mean? this is theoretically speaking. 
Okay, the Eli- yeah, the Elia Viana system was hooked up to a gun. Trust me, they could have set up a power source that works in the same similar process, dude, that would have still given him the same mobility while he was inside of a gun. Trust me. That's that's all I'm saying. It's yeah, probably right with the I'm sure they probably could have done that. I think the bigger issue there is could Mikazuki ever adapt to a life without fighting? No. Yeah, man, he was dude, he got into the farming, man. I I don't I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, I don't think he could have adapted to it. That was like his life. Like that's him and Orga since they were kids were fighting. They fought all their, their their whole life. So, you know, to just sit there and be like, oh, yeah, peace will be fine. No, 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 no. no it wouldn't have happened that way. Mikazuki probably would have still, like, honestly, if he had lived, like, the best job for him would be to, like, go back to the, go, go to the turbines and be like, hey, I didn't cause any problems for you. Let me protect, <laughs> you know, let me go use my Gundam to protect your, your, your cargo and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, that would have been his best thing. Honestly, dude, you know. He wanted to live a peaceful life, dude. I will say, the one thing that, that I was disappointed about that whole situation was I thought that him and Cadelia should have gotten together somehow. No, dude. It was supposed to be him and Atra, man. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I think him and Atra make a, make a good... Dude, make a she, look here. If Cadelia would have just went on here with Operation Harrow. <laughs> we wouldn't be having this discussion right now, man. We would have had more kids. Um... <laughs> I mean, she kind of, she kind of did. Look <laughs> at the end there. It's like I'm gonna keep the promise to the man I love. Square, square to the girl who's pregnated by Mikazuki. <laughs> to the man I love. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, but she, like, but yeah, she, that's cool. She was always under the impression like this was like a threesome or something. <laughs> she was. I'm sitting there going like. Are, are, are you okay? Like, you're okay with the threesome, right? Is, is, this, what, is this what's going on? And Mika, I was like, cool with and Mika, I was cool with that. Mika's like sitting there going, what's a threesome? <laughs> well. uh, let's see. What else? Uh, from this season. By the way, fuck them for using illegal weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah the Dossline unit. Oh, Freaking rail guns. <laughs> Pretty much. And here's here's what here's what really pisses me off. I was just thinking about this right now. How did the Gundam not fucking like step out of the way of that? Because that thing could see shit all over the place from far away. You're telling me you couldn't see one of those rail guns from like once it enters the atmosphere, you couldn't see that shit? Like, come on. Like that Mikazuki's Gundam was not that weak. They were pretty weak. fast. <laughs> they were, but he's his Gundam was not that weak. The other one, yeah, I could have seen that. He doesn't have the, he didn't really have the same system that uh, Mika had in his. So it was just like, I don't know. That 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 kind of bothered me because I was just like, but that Gundam isn't. That Gundam would have seen that shit. Like I don't understand. Like I don't. I like I, I just you know it's just like I, I I didn't get that and I didn't get the whole like oh let's let let's let the the dumb blonde that can't fight beat Mikazuki after that. Yeah, like, that, 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 that's a bunch Julia, of... <laughs> Julietta was supposed to die, man. Yeah, I'm died. so angry that she did not dude. die. I mean, dude, Like, I had... just kept waiting for... I kept waiting for it. Like, Mika is like, 
in his dying breath and is like, but I'm taking you with me. But it never happened. I mean, dude, she should have died, dude. Yeah. I'm talking about for all intent and purposes, she should have died, dude. Yeah. Her mentality all the way to the end really pissed me off. It's like, what are you fighting for? It's like, what are you fighting for? Dude, she <laughs> was basically... Dude, her nose was so far up Russell's butt, man. She could see oh, his dang old sphincter. She saw what he had for brothers for the last three weeks, man. <laughs> Probably. Jeez, wow. I mean, at least Eok got yes. what was coming to him. Oh, he man. He deserved to die. <sighs> so when many we times. Him, I was like, really? This guy's still alive? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you're talking about the, the last scene of the... the... The, but, the episode there. Just but the killer part is, though, man, like, Eoch was like this idiot, man, but he, his men were loyal to him to the end. And I'm like, man, I would not be loyal to somebody that gets people killed like that. Like, dude, way. you like bad news. We out of here. By the way, so I have a question. Did did any of the guys from Tekken actually make it to Earth and then come all the way yeah. back to Mars? Because it Cadelia yeah. basically had uh-huh. all of them like as part of her like security force. It seemed like I'm just sitting there like, okay, okay. Did you did any of you make it back to Earth, or did you, did you just like stay there with Cadelia? It's like, uh, okay. So was that part pointless? Yeah. Uh, well, somehow made it. I think I think they made it, but yeah. Chad and some of the other guys that ended say. up being a, um. You yeah. know, it's it's a shame Hush died. Dude, I knew Hush was going to die anyway, dude. Yeah, I, I saw him dying, too. Like, Hush probably was on the battlefield just pretty mm-hmm. much sucked, dude. Mm-hmm. He had so much to learn. Uh-huh. He was not that great. No, no he wasn't. No, nope. and, but, I mean, I, I'll give the man, like, I'll give the man his praise. I mean, he tried. He tried. Yep. He tried to be a warrior. Tried. In a way. <laughs> You it tried. It is what it is. I just felt like, I felt like this whole, for the whole series, eh, maybe maybe not in season one so much, but uh, season two, like, I kind of felt like they were just, like, Tekken was just being used the whole fucking time. Dude, they weren't yep. being used. And, yep. like, it was, no matter if they were on the good side or the bad side, either way, somehow they were going to get fucked. And it was like... Yep. And it, it just, to me, it was like, this is just, I mean, it, I, I just couldn't it, understand. Like, I'm just like, wow. It's kind of amazing they only had one significant death in the first season. Because yeah. the way they were constantly put into danger, it, it's And Biscuit is the right. one that gets killed, man, out of everybody. So many freaking deaths in this season. Holy dude, shit. no, 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 no. The second season was the Game of Thrones, dude. That was a thing. <laughs> this is a Game of Thrones season. You just never knew right. who was going to die. That's the reason why I was like, look here, do not get attached to nobody, man. Look here. Laughter got killed. Akihiro, man. Look here. Laughter was not supposed to die, dude. And that was just bullshit. Yeah. I mean, dude. The, the two deaths that made me the most furious was Laughter and then, of course, Orga getting gunned down by some punks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I thought that one was bullshit. I'm like, really? Really, I mean everything like, seems like, fine. There's no danger at all. I love, I love how like, suddenly a car comes screeching by and. I mean, I guess it's realistic. 
Welcome to the life of a drive-by. Cadelia's like, she's like, I wonder where those other guys are. And then (laughs) fast forward to the bathroom scene. (laughs) But you know, the come on this world to see other buddy get killed. It's just real cold-blooded to kill somebody when they're on the shitter, but... That's a lie. Dude deserved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he deserved it. Fuck him. (laughs) Die on top of your own excrement. Exactly. He deserved to die the way he did, like a piece of shit. Honestly, I'll, I'll be like, honest with you. I can't get it out. It's like, let me help you with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you killed yeah, them bowels released without no issue at that point. Exactly. I, I honestly think if they would have just stayed with the turbines and just stay with that route, man, they, they probably would have been fine. But no, no, we got to be the kings of Mars. You know? They got in bed with Farheed. That was the biggest mistake. Because mm-hmm. that guy... That guy was crazy. <laughs> he was a psychopath. <laughs> I thought, yeah, really great plan. <laughs> as long as I have this amazing mobile suit, everybody has to obey my orders. Wow. That, well, no. Well, Gillis <laughs> that was, was a, a bad plan. <laughs> Gillis was cold and calculated from day one, man. He did not care, dude. Look what he did to Carter in season one, dude. He used her as a freaking dang old piece of bait and just cannon fodder. Yeah, he did. But between McGillis and Galio really reminded me of uh, Lelouch and Suzaku's scene. Dude, oh, dude yes. I said the same Absolutely. Thing. But the only thing is, though, Zero got the Leo. Yeah. Well, the guy with the mask gets to live. Exactly. <laughs> well, I got to live, man. Let's put it like that. And that's, that's the whole point, though, man. But Lelouch, man, he was cold and calculating. But the thing is, he made sure that things became equal for everybody. And this right here, man, it came out the same way, but not the way we wanted it, though. I'm so livid that Rustal Elion got everything he wanted. Okay. Exactly. Well, he got everything. So I was I was trying to say this though. I, I feel like Cadelia got everything she wanted too, though. Because she became yes. what, she became the leader of Mars, though, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Well, Mars finally got his um. I'm not equal, saying equal that no good came out of it. It's right. just that it, Russell Elliot got he got everything, man. While everybody else kind of had to have a suffer great losses, man. Like with the people that the they were. The thing about posted. Russell Elliot is. You kind of don't hate him until he decides to take his aim towards Tekadin. Before that, like, yeah, he wants to deal with Megillus. That makes perfect sense. He's maybe trying to throw his power around too much, but, like, he isn't really a bad guy until he starts attacking Tekadin, even though Tekadin's like, we don't want to deal with this, can we just surrender? He's like, no, no surrender. No surrender. he's a real piece of shit. I mean, he's a bit of a piece of shit before that. I mean, he even tells, he even tells Julieta, I'm just another one of those old men that you don't like to trust. <laughs> but you can't tell Julieta that. Well, <laughs> it's like, but you're different, Master Elion. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I honestly think that he wasn't 
if you think about it from if you look at it from the, the perspective of him, I don't think he actually is the bad guy per se because he thinks no, that's the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> he, he sees McGillis as the bad guy and the guy that's trying to upheaval everything that the, the organization uh, that Gellhorn has become uh, was mm-hmm. going to destroy. So I, I can see. Um, that's what I'm saying. That would happen. Is it until the association with Farheed makes him go after Tekken that he's really the bad guy here? Before that, he's just trying to maintain order when McGillis is trying to screw everything up. Right. What it came down to is McGillis actually just wanted to be the top dog in charge. That's all it came down to. Well, so did I mean so did Tekken. Yeah, but Tekken could have did it without, you know, if they, like I said, man, everything set off a takes Tekken when Jocelyn just set up friggin' Naze, man, and got him killed. Well, that's Dude. what I'm saying. Yep. Like, they should have, if they had, if they had stayed just with the turbans and never tried to waver away from that because of, because of, you know, the, the, the temptation of being the kings of Mars, because that was the ultimate goal was to be the kings of Mars. Um, what does that even mean? Yeah, I know. I don't even know what that means at this point. <laughs> it basically meant that they would be running Mars and they wouldn't have to struggle anymore, man. Right. So, I mean, honestly, like, had they just, again, had they just stayed with the turbines, they would have been fine. They probably actually would have became the kings of Mars because they would have grown stronger and stronger and nobody would have been able to fuck with them at that point. Not even Gallahorn. The thing is, they didn't learn. They didn't learn the one. One of the things of combat one on one, man, is that you have to you have to learn how to amass your forces first before you even strike. Yeah, you're good with a whole bunch of talented young guys, man. That works in small skirmishes and small battles, man. But when you got an enemy that has actually a superior force and actually knows how to use it with friggin' extreme prejudice and accuracy, then you're literally screwed, man. Well, I, I honestly think that McGillis didn't have. Force. It was man, McGillis people were scrolls. It, it was what the name's force that was the strong force, and I don't think I don't think at, up to that point, Tekken had come up against the true like. They had come across the, the true strength of Gallhorn. Right. So no, I mean, they were just dealing with Eox cronies. Right. So now they've the been, cake boys. Now they're kind of like, you know. Oh shit! What the hell did we get ourselves into? Let's get the fuck out of here. And then they're yeah. like, and you know, I think I think where what you're talking about sketch is more where, um, what's his name reaches out to them to to, to Galhorn is like, he's like, I don't want anything to do with this. We'll we'll give you what's his name. Just leave us alone. And he's like, no, no, I have to make an example out of you. That's uh-huh. when I think he became an evil person. Like he shouldn't. Yeah. Like it, 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 it made sense to what you were doing until that point. Like you could yeah. let these guys go. These guys go, weren't doing anything to you. Yeah, I mean they're they're a strong force, but that doesn't mean that they're going to do anything to you per se. They just wanna they wanted to, you know, they wanted to have a living. And as much as we wanna, I think Juliana kind of got that at the end there when she was talking to, uh, what's his name there in the wheelchair. Um, she, she basically, you know, said, why is this show shipping them? I don't, 
I don't... <sighs> Why is the show what? Why is the show shipping Galio and Julieta? Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> it's terrible. But it, it, the thing is, is like, it felt like she kind of was like, out of every one of them, she's kind of like, okay, I kind of get what they was going on. You. Like, I kind of get now what was going on. Like, okay, these kids were fighting for something, whereas they just got caught up in the, the battle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it, it sucks. It is what it is. But, you know. But that's the life of a child soldier, though, man. It is. It is. And at least. I mean, seriously, least, it is the life of a child soldier because least, the thing is. Go ahead. The thing is, like, they got caught up in something because they were considered human debris in the beginning. And then they finally got a, this moment where, you know, hey, we can stand on our own. But yet again, they got caught up in somebody else's war because they were promised something, man. And the thing was, they didn't wholeheartedly believe in it, man. That's the whole thing. Like, And that's kind of one of the things that failed them, man, was their resolve, man. You right. make bad choices. And the thing you is, with being bad choices. Very bad. Dude, I would have been, like, been like, screw you, McGillis. I'm yeah. going to fight on my own terms, man, because you ain't, you ain't going to get my people killed. My I see is, how you treat the allies. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would honestly, like, I mean, ultimately, I, I guess, honestly, in the end, pretty much about 75 to 80% of their forces of Tankadon basically got what they what they really wanted. I mean, they, they actually got to be free people. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that ultimately was what they, they wanted, and they got it. Um, but they I, definitely but, aren't better off than they were at the beginning of the season. <laughs> no. I, well, at the beginning of the whole movie, honestly. I mean, are they, are they really... I mean, some of them are, obviously. I mean, anybody that's, that's doing security for... Uh, Cadelia well, yeah, is yeah, making sure. money. And then probably some of them are working for the uh, um what's her name there? But like Not, the uh, what what is it? The um God, the ambassador there? Ambassador? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So there's probably some of them working for him. So it, it's, it's it's just the sad irony is that at the very end Orga realizes that they were already there the whole time. Right. They they didn't have to do more. They you know they they could have just been a quiet organization and lived their lives, and they they didn't have to get wrapped up in all of these battles that happened in the second season. Right. Now, granted, there there was that thing early on where they were manipulated. Yes. So. There's that. Well, and they, but, and they got away from that. They they actually were able to get away from that. So, yeah. At that point, at that point, once they got through that, they could have just easily stayed with the turbans, not made any noise, uh, made a shitload of money, and yeah. made their forces around Mars and and been protected. Because at the end of the day, ultimately, sketch. That's what uh, they wanted in the first place. They wanted to be yeah. able to live. They wanted to be able to... They wanted to be able to live and to be together. That that was the goal. Exactly. And I, honestly, I mean, I, I think they obviously accomplished that, but not in the way that they should have. You know what I mean? Like, they accomplished yeah. being together, but they, did, they paid a heavy price the way that they did it. And honestly, mm-hmm. at the end of the day... 
had they done this so much differently, it would have it would have turned out better for them. And you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, like I, I really did like this Gundam series. I, I actually, you know, I, I gotta say it, I kind of actually like this better than Wing. Dude, I told you that this actually took the number one spot in my Gundam, man. Like my top three, like well, nothing's it's nothing. I, it's I, I'm G Gundam, then Wing. Nah, G Gundam is still better for me. I, I I can't take that one away from. That one had a lot of heart in it, man. I I can't take G Gundam out of that out of first place, man. Gundam Wing, I mean Gundam Wing is a really good series, but this one, it had it had a lot of heart. It had the king yeah. of hearts. <laughs> Two, there you go. Two yeah. of them, even. Yeah, exactly. No, I, well, I mean, Gun- well, that's G Gundam. I'm talking about, I mean, Gundam Wing in comparison to this. Yeah. It it just felt like it had more heart to it, you know. And and uh, you know, for me, this is definitely one of the the best series that Toonami has brought onto the block since its return. Uh, Parasite's still number one, and I would have to say that Hunter Hunter's better than that. Um. But I would say this is a solid three or four for me on mm. uh, the top, my top shows since it's returned. You know, this it's is a bold statement. It is a bold statement. I think a lot of people just because I don't like Gundam series just pushed it to the side. Just like oh, I don't like Shonen series and pushed pushed all the Shonen shows. To oh, the I don't want to watch Black Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah, but but by the end of it, there were definitely people who were like. Okay, but who even wanted to see the second season? It's like, lots of people did. Yeah. <laughs> that first the first season was not a complete story. Well, you it, needed the rest. Let's, let's, let's just even, let's even pause right there. You got a show that played the English dub from season one and season two exclusively on Toonami before anywhere else. I mean, hello? <laughs> like hello hello, hello. this, this I mean, is that that's a good is thing. the goal <laughs> yeah i mean bang zoom and the act the voice actors the, the whole cast of the series really were happy with how it turned out and how it turned out on tsunami um the only thing that the only thing that i did not like about this and it's the same thing i say every single time that a show ends tsunami should do a promo for the show ending I know that we kind of got spoiled in the beginning when they did that a lot, um, but this I think especially should have had uh, an ending promo. Yeah, I suppose uh, it would have been nice. Yeah. So, I—that's my only—that's my only, that's my only uh, thing that I didn't like about it. But mm. other than that, I—I am—I am very happy with how IBO played out on Tsunami. I think a lot of people that didn't give IBO a chance should. Um, I imagine Funimation will be the ones to do season two since they did season one. I, I encourage you to pick it up when it comes out. And yeah, you need to, you need to watch this series because you're missing something. Definitely. Hmm. Now at the end of the first season, really the only thing that I wanted was to see what McGillis intended to do and then have him be stopped (laughs) because that is where the story needed to go and yes the second season did deliver on that so ultimately i'm satisfied but what do you guys think Hmm. 
Which one was that again? Well, be, the way the first season ended, a lot of things were pretty nicely wrapped up, but you still had the element that McGillis had some plans and he is intending to do them, and you need to figure out what they were, and eventually he would need to be stopped because it was obvious by then that he needed to be stopped. You know, it seemed like McGillis had his had everything together, but then again, when I look at it, I was like, dude really didn't have no serious end game. You know, what was he going to do about that thing, you know, once he yep. took over? He had no plan. clear end game. I mean, not to mention, you know, we never did get a wrap of what happened to his lolly bride, but, you know, it is what it is. So I was Which, like, by the way, like, I am his wife. His crimes are mine. It's like, no, no, honey. No, you didn't do anything. <laughs> just just go with your dad and stop being stupid. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I, like, I, I honestly don't. I, was that even, like, was him getting married to her even necessary? Probably not. He was supposed, he was supposed to marry to the Farid family, but I was like, dude, y'all adopted the dude. He, you don't have to marry the little sister. We're supposed to marry into the Baudouin family. Yeah. He was adopted into the Farheen family. Yeah, well, wow. okay. shit. It was know. a political marriage. Oh. In which he manipulated the heart of a little girl. Yeah. He may have had genuine feelings for her, but let's not think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did, did he really did he really, really manipulate her? Because I mean I mean, he sure really, did. I mean, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe he manipulated her into loving her, but or for her to love him. But other than that, I mean, I don't think she didn't really do anything in the series. The whole first season and second season, she really didn't. Yeah, do thankfully, you know, on the topic of Kogias, because you would occasionally have a character that you wouldn't expect to do something dramatic would do something dramatic. I was just waiting for Almeria to like pull a gun on Maki. <laughs> Like, you need to pay for your crimes, Maki. <laughs> but that never happened. So. Well, I or think... for her to be the mastermind all along. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been too good. <laughs> that would have, yeah. But, anyway, so. I think, I think. Anybody else have anything to say about this? Because I think we've kind of covered this. I think we really have. Yeah, it was, uh... Anything? It's, I mean, if you're... If you're an expect... If you were expecting a happy-go-lucky ending, uh, you're gonna be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Uh, a little? Yeah. A little? <laughs> There's not yeah. a lot of Gundams with happy endings, you know? No. No. No, Some of them point. end with the lead character being comatose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Others end with them dying. <laughs> yeah. So, all things considered, <laughs> yeah. the ending of Iron-Blooded Orphans wasn't the saddest ending of a Gundam ever. <laughs> but it did leave a lot of open gaps in certain places, though. Did it? Yeah, well, there's is. allegedly supposed to be some kind of movie. I don't know if it's going to take place after or if it's going to take place in the middle. Or I'm going to need it to take place after, man, because we need some uh, follow-up. 
Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, because I'm just not satisfied that Russell Elion got what he wanted. I just, <laughs> I just want to see him get shot, and I want to see Julia to die. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't see. I don't understand. Oh, like, that doesn't make any sense to me because if it's after, then who are you going to have fight for Ted, Techie then? Not really. Remember, anybody. look here, dude. Endless Akatsuki, walls, okay? obviously. Come on. <laughs> Remember endless walls, dude. It was at the end. They had follow up. Jackass. Yeah, but all the main <laughs> characters were there. <laughs> This was wing, dude. They had a high survivability rate. They're um okay. He so does have a point things. there. There's like no Gundam pilots left. Exactly. Like, and and here's the other thing, Jarrell. Like, yeah, yeah. Eugene is totally gonna save the day. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. No, you you no, no. Sorry, Bryce. <laughs> yeah. No. No. You get to be security detail. Oh, hey, Kirito and Asuna ended up together at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so fucked up. Dang it. Not again. Not again. When Darrell started doing that, I started seeing a montage of all of the significant depths. Fallen members of Tekken and Tewaz. Yeah. Alright. Well, I think it is time for us to get on out of here. Uh, yes. Thank you guys for listening, actually. Uh, if, and again, seriously, if you haven't picked up Gundam IBO, you should do that. Season 1's out on Blu-ray and DVD right now. Season 2, I'm sure, will not take very long to do the same. So, uh, yeah, you should definitely do that. And feel free to punch Paul in the balls. Uh, no. Uh, boom. There, there will be no punching of the balls to Paul. Um, but anyways, so you can find us online at soundcloud.com slash podcast. It's where you can hear all of these episodes. And, of course, if you have Apple or a Apple device, you can listen to us on iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, if you have an Android device. And there's other, there's all these other apps out there. TuneIn Radio, we're on. Uh, the Overcast app, we're on. So uh, make sure you guys listen to us on your favorite podcast app, because we're probably there. Um, we are on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast, Facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can like us there. Um, and if you haven't caught any of our recent interviews, you guys should do that. They are definitely up on SoundCloud right now. Um, you should catch those. Those of you that have the Tsunami Faithful Pass will uh, hear, see all the stuff from Anime Boston on the Tsunami Faithful Pass here in the next week. So... If you don't have that, you should go get that. It's patreon.com slash podcast. Get it for $5 a month. You'll get a lot of content, and hopefully me and Darrell doing podcasts, even though he doesn't love me. 
Hey, shut up, man. <laughs> Just a lot of stuff came up, man. You know what happens. And, uh, yeah, so, and obviously, if you guys want to email us, it's podcast at tsunamikipo.com. All right, let's get this. Let's get on out of here, Caboose. Where can they find you, sir? They can find me playing Destiny Two. Of course, nothing but. <laughs> um, yeah, they can find me, Caboose Junior, at Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, uh, Ask FM, all that jazz. Somebody puking in the background. Uh, ain't me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Jarrell, where can they find you? You can always find me at Ukami underscore Samurai7 at Twitter.com. You can also follow me at Nasia underscore Rojo Adenasi at Twitter.com as well. And let's see, that's pretty much it, people. It's always good to be on a podcast with the bros here. I'm surprised I even actually got invited to do it. And Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, and you can ask me questions at CuriousCat.me backslash Sketch1984. And Paul, where can they find you? And you can find... Oh, I'm going to kill you, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get it the next episode of the Jarrell and Paul show. Oh, really? Paul and Jarrell show, you fucking piece of shit. Uh, (laughs) Skank. Uh, speaking of garbage, garbage can face. Anyways, um, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul You can email me. It's paulbuscrill at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, you can ask me questions, ask.fm slash paulbuscrillo. And, of course, if you guys are on the Discord, on our Discord, you can always just at paulbuscrillo, and most of the time I answer unless it's something stupid. So, yeah. Yes. And, of course, if I'm on Discord, you know I'm, I do verbally abuse it all a lot. So, thanks for dealing with me. Uh, we kind of deal with you. Shut <laughs> up. Do you need to go back to the story of how this podcast happened? Um, well, duh, I, I'm, I'm awesome. That's what it is. Um, anyways. <laughs> Whatever, man. Let's get out of here, man. I'm tired of talking to you. Plus, we got business to talk to after this podcast. Yeah, of course you do. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Um, we'll probably do a live one here soon at some point, so stay tuned for that. Otherwise, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces! Hey, Caboose, you that constipated, man? A little bit. <laughs>